Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 9, Rescue. It's a funny thing about darkness, Dee Dee thought. When it's really dark, your eyes slowly get better and better at seeing with very little light. Right now, I am very glad that the moon is shining in through the attic window like a pale yellow flashlight beam. Dee Dee stood still for a long time after she broke her flashlight. First, it was because she was too scared to move. The darkness made the little noises around her more frightening. Every creak, squeak, or scratch made her wonder what or who had made it. After a few minutes, her heart stopped racing, and she was able to think more clearly. As her eyes adjusted to the darkness, she saw something that made her want to kick herself. In the very center of the room was a ladder. The ladder was folded up into three sections. She had missed it before. As Dee Dee looked at it, she realized that the ladder was attached to a trap door. All I have to do, she decided, is push the trap door down and the ladder will unfold. Dee Dee was tired of the attic. I need to rescue Jenny in the basement, she announced out loud. She walked over to the folded ladder and trap door and pushed down on it. Nothing happened. She looked at the trap door in the pale moonlight. Why won't it go down? She couldn't see any reason why it wouldn't. Maybe it just takes more weight to push it open, she thought out loud. She carefully stepped on the edge of the trap door. It still refused to move. She put both feet on it. Nothing. She hopped up and down. Why won't this trap door open? She looked around the attic. If I could find something else to stack up here, that might make it heavy enough to push open. She snapped her fingers. Captain Morgan's chest. If I drag it over here and set it on the trap door, maybe it will add enough weight to open the trap door. She crept through the dark and grabbed the heavy chest by a leather strap that still hung from one side. She pulled. The chest moved a little toward her. She pulled again. It slid a little farther. She grabbed the leather handle with both hands and pulled. The strap came off in her hands and she fell backward. This trunk is not going to get the better of me, she said out loud. She stepped behind the chest and gave it a shove toward the trap door. Captain Morgan was a tough person, and so am I. I am getting out of here. Ten sweating minutes later, Dee Dee lifted the edge of the chest onto the trap door. She gave it a push until the heavy trunk sat on top of the folded ladder. She paused. It's not opening, Dee Dee muttered. What is wrong with this door? Then Dee Dee noticed the metal latch that held the trap door shut. What's wrong with me? she asked out loud. Then she reached down and slid the brass latch to one side. Boom! The trap door swung down, the ladder folded out, and Captain Morgan's trunk fell eight feet to the floor below. The noise was as loud as a thunderstorm. Yes, Dee Dee said. I opened it. What in the world is going on here? A voice asked from the floor below her. Dee Dee looked down to see her mother wrapped in her robe staring up at her. Now that she wasn't scared anymore, Jenny was getting bored. For all I know, Dee Dee went back to bed and everyone else is still asleep. Then she heard a noise behind her. Keys jingled outside the double doors at the top of the stairs. Then one key was inserted into the padlock and it clicked open. A blast of cold air came in as the double doors pulled back. Dee Dee! Mrs. Adams! Am I glad to see you! Jenny ran up the stairs toward her two rescuers. What happened to you, Mrs. Adams said. Just look at you, Dee Dee. Is this some sort of joke or something? Jenny stopped where she was, halfway up the stairs. It hadn't occurred to her to think about how she looked. She looked at her hands and then at the rest of her body. Black. Everything on her was black. As she looked down at her feet, a fine shower of coal dust fell from her hair to the floor. Dee Dee started to laugh. 
If I didn't know who you were, I wouldn't know who you were, she said. Jenny laughed, too. Are you all right? Mrs. Adams finally asked. She stepped down and pulled a tissue out of her robe pocket. She brushed Jenny's face with it. Jenny immediately realized that her face was covered with black coal dust. Ugh, she said, as Mrs. Adams kept wiping her face. Did you find anything up there? she asked Dee Dee. Dee Dee grinned in response, reached into her pocket, and pulled out something. She handed Jenny's new watch to her. Now I know why you don't like rats, Dee Dee said. Jenny's mouth fell open. A rat had my watch? It must have been a pack rat, Mrs. Adams said. They collect things, especially shiny things. Could that rat have stolen the family treasure? The Bible, I mean, Dee Dee asked. No, the Bible would have been too heavy and too large, Mrs. Adams said. It possibly could have taken a page or two at a time, or chewed it to pieces. We weren't away long enough for it to have chewed the Bible up, or stolen it a page at a time, Dee Dee said. I think I know where the Bible is, Jenny said, but first I want to introduce you two to someone. She took the tissue and wiped her hands with it as she walked down the stairs. Dee Dee and Mrs. Adams followed her across the concrete floor to the corner where the boards had been torn away. Dee Dee, Mrs. Adams, meet Henry. Jenny held the boards back so Dee Dee and her mom could see the black antique car that stood behind the board curtain. It's a Model T Ford, Mrs. Adams said in surprise. Girls, this was one of the first automobiles made in this country. She looked back at the old car. This thing is ancient. Mrs. Adams looked at Jenny. But how did you know this car was called Henry? Jenny pointed to dust that had collected on the hood of the car. The word Henry had been traced in the dust by someone's finger. I think someone, probably Grandma, wrote his name on him a long time ago, Dee Dee said. So this is Henry, Mrs. Adams said. I wish we could talk to Grandma about him, Dee Dee said. Well, why don't you, Mrs. Adams said. What? Dee Dee and Jenny asked. Is she all right? She's feeling fine, and she's awake upstairs, Mrs. Adams said. She's asked to talk to you. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 7, The Clue in the Secret Passage, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.